I personally invite you to an event that I'm hosting next week, a masterclass on how to create a six-figure business that gives you a life of time, location, and financial freedom. I'm going to break down all the tips on how I hit my first $10,000 a month, how I scale my business to you know multiple five-figure months, um, tools, strategies, how to make more time in your day, how to reduce overwhelm, how to create a business that's scalable and works for you and the lifestyle that you desire. So if that sounds fun, it's completely free. I would love for you to join us. All my podcast babes are getting first access to grab a spot at this event. The link is in the bio. It's next week, next Tuesday. So I would love to see you there. Welcome to the Money, Mindset, and Manifestation Podcast. I'm your host, Marley Rose Harris, and I'm here to talk to you about all things entrepreneurial, personal growth, and self-development with a little side of spiritual woo-woo. I have successfully turned my side hustle into a multiple six-figure business while traveling the world and living a life I've only dreamed of. I hope by listening to this show inspires you to do the same and start manifesting everything on your vision board. Thanks for tuning in, and I hope you enjoy the show. Hello, my beauties. Welcome back to another episode of the Money Mindset Manifestation Podcast. So today we have a fun episode planned. So I had a fun idea and I decided that today I'm going to share my story. And I'm going to go all the way back to 2018, where I started this whole journey, because the last time I recorded this episode was in 2020, 2020, um, 2020. And I record it as like, you know, up until that moment. So that's been two years since I've recorded the episode. And obviously a lot's happened since then. But also that's almost 100 episodes back. It's like buried deep. Even though it actually is one of my most downloaded episodes, um, I know a lot of people are new here and might be interested of like my story and my journey. And my intention with this episode is that you listen to this and think, okay, well, if she did it, so can I, <laughs> if you're desiring to live this life of freedom, you know, and I hope it's, you know, for anyone out there who is like, you know, working in a place they don't enjoy or living in the place that they don't enjoy and want out. Um, I was there, <laughs> like I have been there and I'm going to tell you how I got there to living this life of freedom. So grab a freaking bowl of popcorn, you know, bottle of wine. <laughs> it's going to be a long one, I think, but I'm so excited and I can't wait to tell you guys my whole story. So we're going to, you know, I'm going to give like the whole, the whole shebang, everything. So let's just hop right in. So I'm going to go back to 2018. And this is really when my journey started. Um, 2018 is when I had just graduated from Western University in London, Ontario in Canada. And I was so lost. I took a, I did a business degree and I specialized in marketing and I actually, I don't know how many of you know this school, um, Western university, but in Western there's a map, it's it's not a master's program, but there's this business program called the Ivy school of business. And I worked my ass off in high school to get into this, um, business program. It's really confusing. It's not all four years. It's only your last two years of your bachelor degree. Um, but you get like an Ivy school business degree graduating. And 
I was so shell-shocked when I got to university. Like, I'm from a small town, you guys. Like, my high school has 300 people total in all four grades. Like, it is small. And I, again, I worked my ass off. Like, it, good grades didn't come to me easily. Like, I had to work. I remember for a math test, I literally redid every single, like, um, section of the notebook and redid every single test and memorized everything and went into the test and would be like stress myself out so much and then there's people like my boyfriend who literally don't have to study for a test at all and get like 100% like I'm not that person I have to work so hard um, to get those grades anyways wow tangent already but um, so I got into this um, program, which was super exciting. But in order to maintain your like entrance into there, you actually have to keep an 80 average in university and have to like have all these extracurriculars and, you know, whatever. But I was like, oh, that's no problem. Like, I'll be able to keep that up. Like, I know uh, I wasn't even worried about that. Um, oh, well, did I not get reality slapped in my face? Like, I don't know if it was just like I wasn't prepared. I I really don't know what happened. But when I went to university, I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I have to like do that and that and that and that and have social life. And, you know, when I actually went to university, I really struggled. Um, I was eating like food that I was not used to eating. I gained like 30 pounds in my first year of university. I was so unwell, like mental health wise, just yeah, drank all the time. It was not the best time of my life. Um, and so after two years of like working my ass off, I literally got a, a 79 average. And something that really pissed me off though, is that in I just have to have a moment for this, which is in first year university, I had five final exams and it was just luck of the draw that they were all within two days. And I don't know if you guys have this in your school, but if there's like a certain amount of exams you have within a certain amount of time, they'll like move it. And I went to the guidance counselor because it was like one hour out of the time. And she was like, all you like people trying to get into Ivy, you think you get like special treatment. I'm like, no, no, no. Like, this is nothing about that. It's like my mental sanity. Like I can't do. I remember during that period, I literally kept walking into the boys washroom because I was so unaware and like mentally trained. In the library, I was just a complete zombie. Anyways, thank God that period is over. So anyways, I'm so grateful though that I didn't get into that program. Again, it's an incredible program and a lot of my friends went through it and have done amazing things, but it just wasn't my journey. And that was a place that I felt so rejected by. But in hindsight, I'm like, thank God that happened. And I know there's been a lot of instances in like my life and my clients I talked to where it's like, holy shit, I want that thing so badly. And I, I was so upset when I didn't get it. And then it's like, and then I look back and I'm like, thank fuck I didn't get that. Like, thank God. Um, so anyways, wow, I brought you way back before 2018, but here we are. Um, so then I went through university and I graduated from university. And again, I was so lost. I was like, I have a business degree. And I just naively thought that like when I graduated with a business degree, everyone would want to hire me. But that was like not the case. (laughs) Like I had no experience in the workplace because I was so focused on my grades. And in hindsight, like the grades really didn't matter for what I wanted to do. But anyways, that's a whole other podcast. Um, So then after university, I actually applied to go to Fanshawe College, which is a college in London, Ontario as well, to do a graduate program in marketing management. And 
my whole goal in life actually was to work at this agency in London, Ontario, which was like Google office vibes. There was like ping pong tables. There was like beer keg. Like it was such a cool vibe on Instagram. And I was like, this is my goal. Like I want to work there so badly. I, and, but by that time I had started doing some websites on the side, but like very low key. It was kind of just like person to person. I honestly think I was charging $400 for a website. And I thought I was so rich. I was like, oh my God, I was freaking out and I was so excited about it. Um, and okay, I'm just going to fast forward a bit. So I went to college. It was incredible. It kind of changed my whole life. And when I graduated from college, I had two options. It was only a year program. It was incredible. It was marketing management at Fanshawe College. I loved it. It was the first time that I was like, oh my God. Well, first time in a while that I was like, I love school again. Cause I, it was like applied learning instead of like textbook learning really enjoyed that. Um, and so when I graduated, I had two options. Either I could take this offer, which I had given, had been given, which was to run um, this real estate, do the marketing for this real estate agency in London, Ontario. And it was like salary, benefits, everything that I thought that I wanted. Or I could attempt to like go f- take this leap and make this side business that I had um, my full-time job. Because at this time, I was like living in London, Ontario, pretty unhappy and wanting to live in Australia. That was like my big dream. I, I really don't do well in winters. And I know a lot of people don't, but it just hurts my soul. And I was like, I need to get out of here. I cannot do another London winter. I, um, I'm not from London, Ontario, by the way. I'm from an even smaller town called Blue Mountain. Well, London's actually quite big, but I'm from like Thornbury, Collingwood area, in case anyone knows that who's listening. I literally had a discovery call with someone the other day and she was like living in my hometown. I was like, what? How did I not know this? So crazy. Anyways. Um, and so, yeah, I had these two, these two pathways. I just want to say that agency that was like my dream, the Google office vibes, I actually ended up getting an internship there and realized like, okay, wow, that was my first kind of like insight in corporate. And I was like, this is not for me. I was like, I'm not my own boss anymore. Like this is, I don't know if I like this. And I back at at this period as well. And again, this is 2018. I was like, I knew that I didn't want winter. I knew that I wanted to be my own boss and I knew that I wanted to travel while working. And so it basically come down to, okay, either I can take this salary position, be safe, be secure, or I can take this leap of faith, apply. Um, again, a few of you would know this, but apply to this. Um, it was kind of like a accelerator at my college. There's an entrepreneurship center and apply to this summer program that they have. It was eight weeks. They give you $3,000 to start your own business. And I'm like, take this leap of faith, start my own business and see what happens. So after a lot, a lot of back and forth, I was like, fuck it, let's go. I'm, ta- I'm denying the job and we're going to go all in on the business. Again, this was like, I'm not kidding, talking to every single person that I knew trying to debate this. But at the end of the day, it was actually ended up being my professor who I really looked up to. I actually need to, I should message her. <laughs> Be like, thank you, by the way. Um, but she, I, I, I called a meeting with her and she was someone who I looked up to so deeply. And I was like, I want to be this woman. Like she's so inspiring. She's so successful. She's so intelligent. I was like, you are my idol. And I asked her, I was like, like, what do you think? I, I have this opportunity to apply to this program that I might not even get into 
to, you know, sponsor my business, get this grant to start my business or take this cushy job that I'm not really excited about, but I've never had benefits. I've never had a salary before. And it seems kind of cool. And she was like, Marley, this is your chance to do this. Like you are young. You have, don't have a mortgage. You don't have a family. You're not in a relationship. Like there's nothing holding you back. Like if you don't do this now, like there's not a better time. And like that cushy job will always be there. You have to do this now if you're ever going to do this. And I was like, wow. Okay. Thank you. Literally like she oprah me. I was like, thank you, God. So then that was kind of like the, the last straw for me where I was like, okay, I'm doing this. So I applied, I got in, woohoo, got that $3,000 grant. And it kind of like was an accelerator of how I started my first business, which was Rose Design. So this was 2018. From 2000, so this is like June of 2018. From June to September of 2018, I worked three jobs. So I worked my Rose Designs business, which was creating websites and design work. And that was like what I called my main job. So this was my business. I was building that, but I also ended up working at the, um, oh no, sorry, this isn't, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm skipping ahead. I worked also um, serving. So I worked serving and I built this business and I did that from June until September. Wait, oh my God, I'm getting my years confused. Sorry. <laughs> I did that until November and in November, I left for Australia. And again, you guys know, this is like my big dream. It was coming true. I had only booked though from September, sorry, sorry, from November until January. And I was like, I'm just going to try this out, see what it's like to work online. You know, I, I didn't at this time, like in 2018, this wasn't like that common. Like, I think I honestly saw someone else doing this on Instagram. And ironically, this girl that I found on Instagram, I actually ended up staying in her villa in Bali completely coincidentally. It was so weird. But anyways, that's another podcast as well. Um, but I went to Australia and I had been, tra- I, so I traveled for the first, like, I just feel like it was kind of like my first time being like on my own traveling. I did go with a friend though, but then she ended up leaving and it was like complete bliss for me. I was like, holy shit, this is the best place to live, the best food, the best weather, I'm making money online, but at this time, honestly, it was, it was just enough to like, so I wasn't like losing money basically when I was traveling. But for me, that was everything. I was like, this is the sickest thing ever. Like if I could do this for the rest of my life, I will be the happiest person ever. Fast forward to January of 2019, I got a job offer and I got a job offer to go back to London, work at this entrepreneurship center that I had originally done my business grant with and run their marketing. And everyone was like, Marley, what the hell? Do not go back to London. Like it's the middle of winter. What are you thinking? But I actually had planned to go home. But the whole time I was in Australia, I was like, I need to extend my trip. I need to extend my trip. Like I'm not going to go home. Even my mom was like, don't come home. You're so happy there. And I was so happy. But I just had this intuitive feeling. Like I was like, I have to go home. Like I, I don't know. It was just so serendipitous that I got this job offer. Working at this college actually was on my vision board. And there's a lot of things that were just, it felt so aligned. And I was like, yeah, this doesn't really make sense to be leaving Australia, but I'm just going to go home. I'm going to, it was a three month contract. I'm like, I'll be home for three months and then I'll come back to Australia and I'll do it full time. Like I'll get the working holiday visa. I'll support myself and then I'll build my business in Australia. So that was my plan. 
So I went back home and I was only home for, I think, a week and a half. And I started my, maybe two weeks. And I started my new job. I was loving it actually. And I was on, I'm not kidding, cloud nine. Like I just been in Australia and you know, I don't know if you guys have ever explained this, but when you come home and everyone's so happy to see you, it's like so exciting. You go out, you see everyone again. It's like you're on cloud nine. I was like, my business was like doing well for, for where it was. And I was tan. I was just, I was tan in the middle of winter. So everything was going really well for me. <laughs> um, and then my life took a dramatic turn of events. So when I got home, um, again, it, it's really hard to talk about this, but when I got home um, and two weeks after I got home, my dad actually ended up taking his own life. And this obviously just like completely, you know, again, I'm a, it's still hard for me to talk about because if I'm being honest, it doesn't even feel real. And I know I talk about it. I'm open about it, but it's still, yeah, not easy to talk about. But Anyway, so when that happened, it, it obviously just changed the whole trajectory of my life. Um, it was something I never thought would happen. Um, you know, it's my dad. Like, it's my hero. It's my best friend. And I just never in my wildest dreams would have expected something like that to happen. And it's been, you know, all these years now, it's still, I, I still can't really believe it's happened. So, yeah, so that happened. And immediately I went into, th- I like put myself into therapy And I started doing Reiki, like, I'm not kidding, weekly. And I was, I had a call with my best friend the the night that, the morning that it happened, my mom called me and I was like, mom, I have to go, like, I have to call my best friend, Katie. And I had met two women while I was on this trip who had both lost someone really close to them. And I actually remember saying to my friends being like, guys, I feel like I'm about to lose someone because the universe has just sent me two people that have lost someone, but they're the most happiest, positive people that I've ever met. And I feel like I'm getting a sign. And my friends were like, no, like, of course, they're like, no, like, you know, you're just meeting aligned people as you. And I just instinctively, it's kind of crazy, but I just knew someone near me was going to pass, but I obviously never thought it was my dad. And so I called my best friend, Katie, and she said to me, and I'll never forget this. She was like, Marley, like, I don't want this to let I don't want this to make you lose your sparkle. And that hit me in a way of like, you're right. I'm not going to let this break me. I'm going to let this make me. And so basically from that moment, which was January 2019 to, well, really today, but um, that whole year and up and since then, I guess, really, I have been on this journey of mental health, you know, personal development, personal growth. You guys, I didn't even meditate before this time. Like, actually, no, that's a lie. I I was meditating, but it was very, like, this is all very basic level. Like, I wasn't committed to the practice. I would just do it sometimes. Whereas, like, when this happened, I was like, it was just that thing in my mind was like, I don't want to let this ruin me. I want, like, I'm going to come out on this okay. And um, so, again, therapy was extremely beneficial for me. Reiki was also extremely beneficial for me, but committing to my mental health and like now having this why of, okay, I never, ever want this to happen to a anyone. Like I never want to do this to anyone and I never want anyone to experience what I've been through with my dad. And so I set on this journey of personal growth, self-development and 
healing myself and learning about, you know, meditation, um, gratitude, morning routine. Like if you guys ever wonder why I'm so obsessed about this stuff, it's because like it's the thing that saved my life really. And so from that year, it was, again, obviously I didn't go back to Australia because I was, I wanted to be with my family. I want to like heal myself. Um, but, but at this time is, this is what I was referring to earlier. I actually did. And I will admit this. I definitely threw myself into work as a coping mechanism. So I was definitely feeling my feelings, but I would also throw myself into work as a way to avoid feeling. So at this period, like soon after I, I went back to work with the um, college because they didn't know, like the college isn't my hometown. So I was able to go there. They didn't know what was like, they knew what was going on, but they were a safe space where like, it was like an escape, I guess, if that makes sense. Um, which I'm really thankful for actually, because, you know, sometimes it, it was a coping mechanism for me, for sure, for sure. And so I went back to work, you know, I think like a week later, I was just like, I just need to get out of, I can't sit at home anymore, you know, and I just need to throw myself into something and, you know, make like, just focus on something else. Um, but while still healing, I just want to make that clear as well. So anyways, for basically January until November, that was my journey. I was healing. I actually ended up working at the college. I worked my own business still. And then I also picked up a part-time job serving in the evenings. So I really like truly worked my ass off from January until October, 2019. October, 2019, I quit serving. I quit the job at the college. And this was my first 10K month in business. And this is such a pivotal moment for me because this is literally everything that I teach. When you give yourself space, abundance comes through. When you take leaps, the universe rewards you. Like it's always like when you do big things that are scary, the universe always rewards you. So this is like the perfect example of that. And that's when I was like, I was so scared. I was so scared to quit those safety nets of the college and the um, serving, but like I had a great support system and I was like, fuck it, I'm doing it. Like, again, I'm just going to take this leap. If it doesn't work out, I can always go back to getting those jobs. So I quit the job and then I did the first 10K month and I was like, holy shit, the universe has my back. I got this. Um, again, it, but it was still an absolute scary, scary ride. Like I was on this roller coaster that was just like terrifying, but also really, really exciting. So in November of 2000, sorry, October of 2019, I left Canada and I had been preparing the whole year to be like, in October, I'm leaving. I don't know when I'm coming back, but I am now committing to working online forever. Like I now work from my laptop. Again, no idea how it's going to work out. No idea if it was going to work out, but that was my intention. So I left and that's actually the last time I've been home, which was 2019, which is so crazy. So I left again I was still struggling with everything with my dad. And I honestly, I probably left a little bit prematurely because in Australia, I really struggled, but it definitely threw me into a deeper end of like, okay, really taking my mental health even more seriously. Um, so I moved to Australia, me, actually, sorry, that's a lie. Me and my best friend, Katie, we went to, um, Bali and we spent a month in Bali. It was absolutely insane. So much fun. And then we went to um, Australia and then we lived in Australia for 
a couple months. So we lived there for December, January, and now we're into 2020. <laughs> you guys all know what happened in 2020. Um, but a very important thing is like during the month of November, I was in Bali and I was living my best life. I was not working as much as I was back home. I was having so much fun. I was in like pure joy and alignment. And again, I hit another, I did the, I remember in December, I looked back at the month of November and I had one of my biggest months in business and I was like bawling my eyes out. Cause I was like, Oh my God, like I didn't even work that hard and it flowed. And in hindsight, it's because I was in alignment and because I was following my joy. When you follow joy, abundance is, it's like, it's inevitable, right? It's the byproduct of joy. So again, looking back on that, I can be like, oh yeah, that's how that happened. But in the moment I was like, holy shit, what the hell is happening? (laughs) I was so like shocked. Um, And again, I want to let you know, like guys, I come from a town where like what I was making per month I didn't even know that was a thing. Like I was like, what? Like I, it was only people online seeing people do it that I'm like, oh yeah, okay. Like other people are doing this as well. But when I was young, like to make a hundred thousand dollars a year to me seemed unfathomable. I was like, I don't know. Like that does, I don't even know if it's possible for me. Like, you know what I mean? Um, so from, from that to making like $10,000 a month, I was like, what? Like, how I don't need it was so shocking for me um so but I was so grateful and I was so excited and it was like it was just such an exciting time because it was all new right I was like oh my god working is you know if you guys own a business you know these it's so exciting um and then and then I went to so again I, I was living in Australia and then I moved to Bali for like a couple months. And I think this is the first time, this is 2020, I really like was like, okay, I want to make Bali home. Like, this is my place. I love it here so much. Obviously, I love Australia, but Bali for me was just like, this is a different energy here. And I was like, this is home for me. Like, I felt so at home here. Um, I did in Byron Bay in Australia as well, but it was like just the living, the lifestyle, everything you get in Bali was just so much more my vibe. So again, it's kind of a long story, but I'm just going to cut it short just for the sake of time. But I was living in Bali. I got a job offer to go to Australia and promote an app through friends. And it was a free trip in Australia. And my best friend was flying in to do it with me. And I was sitting in Australia and I was like, I do not want to go to Bali. And I felt so spoiled because I'm like, I'm getting a free trip in Bal- in Australia. Like I should be so excited. But I really didn't want to leave Bali. I'm so happy there. I was like meeting my people. I felt more happy and aligned than I ever felt before. And I asked the universe for a sign. I was like, universe, show me a sign that I am meant to leave. If I if I'm supposed to leave Bali, like show me a yin, sorry, show me a yin yang, yin yang if I'm meant to stay in Bali. And then I'm like, show me a something else if I'm going to have a villa in Bali one day. So then I was like walking to a restaurant. I walked in. I saw the sign that I'm like meant to own a villa and I was like, woohoo. And then I never saw the yin yang. And I was like, okay, I know because the, like when the universe is meant to show you a sign, it shows you a sign. So I'm like, okay, I meant to go to Australia. I don't know why, but I'm just going to trust the process and I'm going to go to Australia. So guys, this is March, 2020. And again, we all know what happened in March, 2020. So I go to Australia. We start on this journey. And I remember everyone was like, oh, Marley, like, and, and later that year, I had a new retreat in LA and everyone's like, you know, that retreat's not going to happen. Like 
this corona thing is gonna like take over the whole world I'm like yeah right I was like whatever like I was so just trying to focus on the positive right and slightly in denial and so we start our trip but let me actually just backtrack the second day after I landed in Bali or sorry in Australia I we had to go to this promotion event and it was like a very it's called sidebar in Sydney if any of you guys have been it's a it's like a college uh like bar like and I just been in Bali literally not drinking meditating doing kundalini yoga like I was on another level so to come to this I was like I have to leave immediately like there was glow it was black and white paint party like it was just it was too much for my nervous system and I'm like I'm leaving but my best friend who had flew in from Canada was having literally the time of her life because she never partied in Australia before and if you guys know it it's, it is a lot of fun so I was like uh, uh like I was like I'll stay for you but I really don't want to be here and then I look across the room and I was like, oh, I'm going to stay. And it was Max. I saw Max from across the room. And for those who don't know, he's my he's now my boyfriend. <laughs> but anyways, I'm also really shy. So I didn't say anything. But anyways, there's a whole other episode on how Max and I met. Um, but we met that night. And I really believe that's why I had to come back to Australia was to meet Max. Um, and then we went on our trip. It only lasted like, I think two and a half weeks. And then everything in Australia essentially shut down and I got locked in Australia for a year. <laughs> and again, I say locked very lightly because I'm so grateful to be locked in Australia of all places, but I had full intentions of going back to Bali the month after, but, and then I ended up didn't going back to like a year and a half later. Um, so in 2020, this was, yeah, very, it's like when Corona happened a lot of things were happening. Obviously, again, I don't need to tell you guys this. Everyone was there for it. Um, but my business, Rose Designs, started really picking up because everyone started going online. And during this period, I had had it for like a year now, like seriously. Like, well, I guess I went full time with it in November of 2019. So this is like March of 2020. And I was being really serious. And when I have space for things, like things come through. Well, this happens for everyone. So things were really starting to pick up. It was doing well. Um, but since everyone was going online, it was really taking off. And this is also when I hired my first business coach. And she helped me like quantum leap. So um, in 2020 is like I hit my first $20,000 month. We traveled Australia. I was growing my business. It was all so exciting. But by the end of 2020... I was so burnt out. I was, I felt like I literally just finished running a marathon and I was like, I can't do this anymore. Like I was so called to be teaching women about business, how to live a life of freedom. You know, I wanted to talk about so many other things, but I was designing websites and branding and it just wasn't in alignment anymore. But people are like, Marley, you're insane to close down Rose Designs. Like by the end or beginning of 2021, it was making $40,000 a month. And I was like, yeah, what the fuck is happening? It's so crazy, right? And again, like, I'm from a place of where you, if you, you make that a year, right? And what, it's amazing, but it's just like quantum, it's just so much was happening. And I was like, but I'm so unhappy, you guys. Like, I was so unhappy. Again, there's another episode on that, which is called Why I Closed Down My $500,000 Business, um, which was Rose Designs. And I was, I just trusted in the universe. I was like, you know what? I know that when every time I make a big decision, I get a big reward. So I decided in 2000, at the beginning of 2021 to close down Rose Designs and start my coaching business. 
And I did this for so many reasons, but it was really like I wanted to make a greater impact. I wanted to help people live the life that like I had become so passionate and, you know, grateful to be living. And I wanted to help people get rich. I was like, this has been so exciting to do for myself. And I want to help people do the same for themselves. And so I knew that website is obviously just a portion of your business. I want to like help them with everything. Cause I was getting so many questions. People were like, Marley, how the fuck did you like scale this business so fast? I'm like, well, I'm just doing this. They're like, wait, what? I'm like, you're not doing that. It's like, oh wow. Okay. I have like something to share around this, you know? And it got me really excited. And Everything's rose designs. My design business was causing me a lot of stress, a lot of anxiety. I was crying a lot. And it was, I was like, this is not why I became an entrepreneur. I became an entrepreneur to live a life of freedom and enjoy what I'm doing. Like, I just lost everything. So I closed down my business and I pivoted to, well, it was, it was like a transition. Like, I still had clients, but I was calling in coaching clients. So then I started my coaching business in 2021. And it's been just over a year now of running this business of, you know, teaching you, which is probably how most people found me, honestly, which is teaching people how to live a life of time, location, financial freedom. And this has been my favorite season of business because I now get to live out what I truly believe is my purpose on this planet is to inspire and share with others of like, you can have and be whatever you want. And so you can probably hear the smile on my face because I'm just so grateful and so excited for this season because, and again, I talk about this in Freedom Club, which is my eight-week business accelerator, but there's a certain business model that is scalable. A lot of people will tell you a business model that's scalable, and it is, but on the other side of like outsourcing, you know, a team member of 20, like team members of 20 and, you know, a lot of stress and team management, and it takes you away from what your real purpose is, which is typically you know, sharing your passions and sharing the lessons that you've been through. So as a coach, it's like, I believe the most scalable business and for those who want like a life of time, location, financial freedom, and it's the most rewarding and just most incredible business ever. So anyways, um, 2021 was such a magical year. So I moved, we ended up moving back to Bali in February of 2021 literally best thing ever. I was so happy to be back. Um, and everything just started to flow. Like I Rose Designs closed down. Um, in 2021, I ended up investing in a villa in Bali, which was, again, I think I have a podcast episode on that as well, um, which has been so much fun. If you guys have been following on the journey on Instagram, um, literally, so I started another business. I moved my whole business to Bali. Like now my home is Bali. Like everything is here. My business is here. My home is here. My relationship is here. Like everything is here. Um, and it's my, like my biggest dream come true. Um, living in Bali, if you guys have been, you know, it's the most magical place I think. And to be able to call this home is such a blessing. It's such a pinch me moment. Um, and again, this is why I do what I do because you guys all have your Bali's like and, and I hope for your sake that it's where you're currently living. But if it's not, um, you can see from this story, like it's not, you know, it doesn't take overnight. But if you desire something, like you are capable of achieving it. 2018 Marley, if you told 2018 Marley that, you know, oh, by the time it's 2020, you're going to own a villa in Bali, you're going to have this business, blah, blah, blah. I'd be like, 
are you insane? Like, have you lost your mind? There's no way that's happening. Like, there's just no way I could have predicted this. But here we are. And it's on the other side of like never giving up consistency, commitment, and taking big leaps. Um, okay, I feel like, I don't know. I just feel like I ended that very abruptly. But I was like, um, I kind of skipped through everything else. But at the end there, but where I am now is, again, I like could have never predicted this in a million years. And again, I know I'm very beginning in my journey, but I get a lot of questions from others of like, okay, how are you living this life in Bali? Like, how did you do this? How did you do that? I'm like, okay, you only see now, but what you don't see is like all the years that I've put into this and the like what I've done to get here. It, it did not happen overnight. And I have a lot of people <laughs> commenting, by the way, TikTok is mean, but I have a lot of people comment on TikTok being like, oh, it must be nice to have parents money. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, that must be nice. I don't know what that feels like. Like this has been, everything has been from me and, and me building this business. And again, persevering, taking big leaps. But I hope what you take away from this is like, no matter where you come from, no matter, you know, where you live, whatever it is, if you have a dream and if you commit to that dream, you are capable of achieving it. I don't care who you are. If you're listening to this episode, this is you. Okay. And that's what I want you to take away from this. I want you to take away that it's not always highs, highs, highs. And like, I'm not always on a beach in Bali making passive income. There's a lot of lows as well. And I did skip over those. Like I didn't talk about, you know, my mental health journey recently, but it's something I'm still navigating every single day. Like the, the grief and trauma of what I experienced in 2019 has not left me. And, and I'm constantly trying new things, working with new healers to keep that anxiety. And like from that experience, I did develop like a, a very strong anxiety um, disorder. I don't know if that's the right word, but really have been struggling with anxiety since that moment. And a lot of um, like catastrophic thoughts and intrusive thoughts. And yeah, and again, I, I don't talk about this that often, but sometimes it, it can be crippling and exhausting. And, and you know, sometimes my partner, Max, he doesn't even get it. Like he obviously hasn't been through what I've been through. And it, it can be a point of tension for us. It's like, he doesn't even know what it feels like to have anxiety. And again, that's been a journey that we've also had to navigate. So anyways, I feel like I'm blabbering on right now, but I just want to share this because I hope it's inspiring to anyone who is in the beginning of their journey and might think, okay, well, how am I going to get there? It's like, you don't know how you're going to get there. That's not, you are not in charge of knowing the why or the how, sorry, you're not in charge of knowing the how, it's just, you're in charge of keeping that vision strong for yourself and committing to it every single day. Okay. That's all you have to do. And if you do that, all your dreams will come true. I promise. (laughs) Okay. My babes, this was a longer episode, but I hope you enjoy it. If you listen to this and you've gotten this far down the, you know, finish this. I love you so much. Thank you for being here. Thank you for listening. It's honestly my greatest joy and pleasure to be able to share these episodes with you guys. And I love you guys so much. There's so many new ears here. Can I say that? (laughs) So many new ears. And I'm just so grateful and honored. So thank you for being here. Um, If this episode resonated in any way or you had some takeaways, I would love to hear from you guys. Like what were your biggest takeaways? Um, And if this episode provides you any value, I'd love to hear that as well. Message me on Instagram. I love chatting with you guys. 
And okay, I'm going to keep talking forever. So I'm going to end this here. (laughs) Again, love you. Thank you so much for listening. I'm so grateful for you. No matter where you are, I hope you have a beautiful day and we'll talk to you next week. Bye. Hey, hey, hey. Before you go, would you love a free money hypnosis? You guys, this is what I listen to every single night to rewire my subconscious mind so I can manifest the money that I desire. It is absolutely game-changing if you've heard me talk anything about subconscious mind and anything along the realms of healing your subconscious mind to help align you and attract money into your life. Hypnotherapy is the way. It actually heals and rewires your subconscious mind to make it believe and truly allow it to believe that you deserve the money that you desire. So if you want this free money hypnosis, all you have to do is leave us a review, you know, honest review, how you're feeling about the show, take a screenshot right away and then send it to hello at marleyrose.ca and we will send you this free hypnosis. You guys, it's going to be absolutely game-changing. It's how all my clients have manifested all their massive goals in their business and in their life. Okay, thanks so much, you guys. I hope it's a great tool for you to use and manifesting all the money that you desire. Lots of love. Mwah!